Are you curious? So are we. Are you funny? We might be too. Why don't you get on in here, take a seat, grab a beverage, and join us. This is the podcast for Empathy and Imagination, and my name is Aubrey Cloutier. And I am Drew Clark. I would like to acknowledge you for taking the time out of your day to listen to the podcast for Empathy and Imagination. If you love this show and want to support its continuing, please consider going to patreon.com forward slash empathy and imagination. Also, consider going to youtube.com forward slash empathy and imagination. Give us a thumbs up, a comment, yeah. and a like. Appreciate you. So today we're <clears throat> in the engine room. Ooh. For all those people who only have audio, uh, just imagine us. At the, in the, we're in the engine room of the Enterprise. Ooh. Getting up to some shenanigans. We're doing a podcast like down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jordy. It's- Jordy gave us permission. He's working on something, isn't Although he? Although Captain Picard doesn't know about it, so just yeah. Well, I hear you on that one. Okay, so what do we got? We got to check in. Yeah, let's check in. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Let's see. Um, feeling good. Feeling right now. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling grateful. I'm feeling awake and alive. Um, been working on the garden today for a bunch of hours. That's been really fun. Got a fun garden update, just different for y'all today. Just a special new thing for you, the audience here. Thank you. Um, I have been writing music. I have been working on pools, and it's 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 good. There's been a couple of my my clients are like, "Oh, this is broken. Can you help me?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I got you. Cool." Yeah, they're they're like, "Oh, I I I don't know what's wrong," and I go, "Oh, you need a new pump." Yeah. And they're like, I know oh. exactly what's wrong. They're like, oh, and they're ha- they're happy, and it's only a f- it's not that much money, you know, to do one pump at a time. So I'm feeling good. They're feeling good. Um, as you know, in the last episode, we revealed that we've got a new uh, animal on the property, and we're going to be doing some meat production. I am not a vegetarian. I am an omnivore, and uh, yeah, that's happening, and that feels good. There's been some blowback though. Yeah, and to be fair, my wife's feelings have gotten kind of caught up in the blowback more than mine. Mm. But, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm feeling good. Um, got my favorite podcast going on today. We have a little gathering later this afternoon. It's gonna be great. I, I feel like my check-in's all positive this time. Cool. So there you go. There you go. Checking in. Thanks yeah. for the check-in. Yeah, absolutely. How you doing, man? How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. It's like uh hey. so it's February right now, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's like a June day outside. 2018. 2018. Yeah. It's, it's uh it's like a summer day. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous out. It's Absolutely like 72 gorgeous. yeah right now. Craziness. So, that's good. That's just a, immediately a mood booster. Mm-hmm. Walk outside into the hot sun. Mm. Uh playing a ton of music, f- which is ton. good. I was going to say a fuckload. <laughs> That's what you were going to say. But I don't want to swear on this fucking podcast. Yeah, fuck it. It's only YouTube. <clears throat> so, playing a ton of music. That feels great. Um, working a bunch. I was doing some, some crypto. Doing a little crypto. You uh, were? No, I wouldn't say trading, but I'd say research. Okay. Are you a thinking little, about buying a little? A little crypto. 
you know, depending on how finances go, uh, it's kind of like you should only throw away what you can afford to to, to lose. For gambling, yeah. Yeah. 50 so, bucks, 70 bucks, can you lose that? Oh. You know, it's like... If you were to, if you were gonna go out to eat, don't go out to eat, and instead buy some crypto. Like that's sort of a way to think about it. Yeah. Instead of instead of like just throwing a bunch of money at it, but uh, Bitcoin is down. Yeah. Uh, to like eight thousand, where per. it was at like two thousand or twenty thousand. Okay. So I've just been, you know, looking at the watching the markets. Oh, yeah. On crypto, doing some research there. Um, yeah, just, I don't know, a bunch of financial, a lot of financial stuff recently. It's been on the mind. But in a good, in a good way. In a so good way, okay, cool. That's all good. We're doing a bike trip next weekend. Ow! It should be fun. Hopefully the weather's the same mm-hmm. as it is now. Hopefully. Or even cooler. It could be even cooler and that would be fine. Yeah, that would be fine. So yeah, that's my check-in. Pretty much all positive. Freaking a! Wow, what a positive, short, and fun check-in this week, right? <laughs> nice. That was my check-in. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. All right. Cool. So you got a topic? Yeah. Let's um. Let's jump into this first topic. Um, you know, th- this topic it actually happened a little bit ago. And we've talked around it a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, but I I would like to bring some specificity in with a video, and I I know we can't uh, monetize this episode because we're showing someone else's video. Well, that's I think okay. If it's thirty seconds or less, you could do it. I don't think we can keep whatever. it that short. But I I want to talk Looks about. Like we won't be making our thousands and thousands of dollars oh. this month. <laughs> well, heck, off of our eighteen YouTube <laughs> videos subscribers. Well, we have like forty something videos now on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. What I want to talk about today with you, Aubrey, and potential callers. Do we have the phone uh, phone number available? Uh, I can get that for you. Yeah, let's get that. In case anyone wants to call in, because this is live right now. So if you're on YouTube, this is live. I want to talk about the Evergreen State College controversy. Okay. Now, Aubrey, do you know? Now, you can call in our number here. This is live. Feel free to give give us a call in if you're listening. Um, uh, the number is 510-859-4173. One more time. 510-859-4173. Give us a call. Cool. Um, yeah, so the Evergreen State College controversy. Now... I think that this is a heated debate, and I think that this topic could use a little empathy and imagination. And and I want to I want to I want to I want to share my thoughts and be open to other thoughts and, and hear yours. So how did it all? Uh, well, start. Th- I have a video to sort of show that. So let's um let's break into video mode. Oh, can you hear it? Last month, Evergreen State College in Washington went crazy. 
when a professor of evolutionary biology named Brett Weinstein objected to a day of absence when white students and faculty were asked to voluntarily leave campus. Weinstein branded it a form of racial segregation. A group of student protesters called him a racist. The confrontation incited further protests, debates over free speech, and claims of systemic racism on campus. And things haven't calmed down. Tomorrow, Evergreen will hold its graduation at an off-campus location, 40 miles away. Whoa. Yeah. Would you like to hear the answer or not? No! This is the video viewed by millions that put Evergreen State and Weinstein in the national spot. In terms of white privilege, hold on, we're loading. Yeah, we just had an internet, uh, internet freeze up there. Internet snafu? Is it all down? Yeah, what's everything's down. Okay. We're all down now. All right. But Let's this says live plus recording still, so. Oh, and it's frozen. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Yep. Fuck. All right. All right. Re reboot. Re reboot. Pull it out. Fucker. You're such a shit goblin. Such a shit goblin. God damn it. Ugh. God damn it. No, no, you go away, and we're going to just get the wife. For all you uh, audio listeners, what yeah. a shit show. Yeah, this. you here on iTunes, you get the whole clear thing, because YouTube just went down, bro. Yeah, so it's a real bummer, man. Because we set everything up, we get going, we get started, we get psyched up, we do the intro, and then everything shits the bed. Yeah. It's like, ah. And it's 25 bucks a Not month. Not always, though. Sometimes it's just seamless. Don't know, give me man. a software update right now, motherfucker. What are you talking about? I just want Wi-Fi. That should be in our rage rage raffle. <laughs> Both of us just throwing shit. I don't know, know what I was aiming for there. Just you had a mad. Nice, you had a nice bounce. Mad. You know, I appreciate that, though. At least we're real. Yes! Though. Yes. Oh. Let me see. Sun-grown blueberry kush. Oh, can you smell it? For those of you uh, in eye smell, why don't you give a Here, smell, inhale? Yeah. Smell this. Yeah, smell that. Wow. Whew. Oh, there's gradient. Stanky. Oh, smells good. Oh, we're in gradient Wi-Fi again. Ooh, well, what's see that? What do you know? Here, let's let's give it a zing zang. We're zing zanging it. I bet we have Wi-Fi the likes of which God has never seen. Oh, I like that. You should tell more stories, Aubrey. I like your storytelling voice. Well, it shows all three cameras is available. Okay. I forget what I was even doing. But I was showing this video, and you were going to comment on it. Okay. So, should we do the intro again, or are we just going to go? just keep, keep going. All right. Um, Thanks, everybody, for hanging, yet, hanging in there. Uh, this is the podcast for Empathy and Imagination. We just had some technical difficulties. Technical flickabulkies. We had some Teflon abilities. And <laughs> now we're back. We're not quite back yet. I'm, ba I'm back. <laughs> talking to back. you. I'm talking to you. Okay. That's about as back as we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, well, you Jesus. Know. Yeah, we might want to. Okay. Now it's set up. So if anyone calls in, it's going to go to my phone. So 510-859-4173. Empathy and imagination. 
just showed me an old image of me playing the drums and just pulled them off the switcher and I was like, that didn't happen today. I don't know. Ah. There we go. Should be good enough. Yeah, this one's still waiting. Yeah, I just got them all to be going. Let's see if I can log these mothers in here. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I would be all about the elbows and shins and stuff. I would be. Yeah, that's because that's where you want to strike, dude. Yeah, elbows, knees. Fuck fists. I mean, occasional fists, but if I'm getting you with the elbow, it's yeah. not going to be good. This. Uh huh. You're striking with that, Aubrey. Your opponent's going down. Yeah. Okay. Maybe fist to the throat. You want to hit the soft stuff with the fist. Yeah, right. Just right this here. You're just done Nuts. fighting. If I get hit there, I'm done fighting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, looks like we're just about great. Thanks here. for bearing with us. Just about great. Okay. All right. And we are. We are live. Woohoo! Live and alive. Yeah. So these these cameras are looking good. Um. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast for Empathy and Imagination. Yes. Guess what? We had a technical difficulty. I'd like to thank Zenith for inventing the internet in yep. 1963. Yep. And Apple for inventing the couch. The couch. Yeah. Also, I'd like to uh, thank NASA for the NASA. desk chair. Thank you, NASA, for inventing this desk chair. I sure appreciate it. And for Clorox. We should get them to be. For a... inventing this shirt. I like yeah. the shirts. We nice should get shirt. NASA as a sponsor. They would totally go for this. NASA, hit us up anytime you want. Okay. So. So, our topic. Okay. Holy crap. So Topic is Evergreen College controversies. Yeah, Evergreen correct? Straight College, in including one of the Weinsteins. Not to be confused with Weinstein. Right. Definitely not Harvey Weinstein. Where, where is Evergreen State College? It's the Pacific Northwest. So it's like is it Washington, Oregon, Washington, something like that. Yeah. Here, let's let's get back to. Or is it to an Evergreen State, the state of Evergreen? I've never. It's probably Washington. I've never heard of that. Because I've got all those redwoods and shit up there. Okay, here we go. We're going. Let's hear it. This is not a discussion. You have lost that one. This is not a discussion. You've lost that one. Yeah, you've lost that one. So what are they doing here if they don't want to talk to you? Well, this is uh, part and parcel of their. Their central mode. They're just simply shutting down somebody that they don't want to hear from. I am not interested in debate. I am interested only in dialectic, which does mean I listen to you and you listen to me. I Weinstein has taught at Evergreen State for 14 years. He describes himself as deeply progressive, but has been denounced as a racist tool of the alt-right by some students and faculty. Weinstein objected to the day of absence in a formal protest email to colleagues, arguing that, quote, one's right to speak or to be must never be based on skin color. Calls for his resignation followed. By virtue of the way they constructed this, you were making a statement by being on campus that you were not an ally. And I feel like I am an ally to people of color in their attempt to gain equity. Do you have any sense at this point of why they want you to resign? Well, they think that I'm a racist. Because if you stand up against one of these things because you think it's ill-considered, that you will be branded as a racist. We are here to support, and we want to dismantle anti-blackness at this point. 
We just wanted to be like, until you're wow. accountable for these actions, you don't get to teach students at Evergreen. You don't get to spread this problematic rhetoric and instill it in students. Yes, you're disrupting my class. So at this point, we would like Brett to be fired, but that isn't happening. The administration is refusing to take action. They're choosing to protect this white cis male professor over its students. Oh, Later that gosh. day, the students held a raucous <sighs> meeting at which they presented a list of demands including the disarming of campus police and mandatory sensitivity training for all faculty. It's the one point on which the protesters and Weinstein agree. Evergreen's embattled president, George Bridges, has mishandled the crisis. I think their concerns are legitimate. Such there are articulated that yeah. have to do with race, ethnicity, power, privilege, and we're taking a look at them. Come through. People were criticizing you for using hand gestures. Absolutely, they were. And you know, that's That noise. seems crazy to people from the outside of Evergreen. It may, <laughs> but it's noise. <laughs> but the noise has been effective. Ugh. No, fuck we're you, George. You don't want to hear no, a no, goddamn thing you have to say. You watch that door, watch all the doors, watch the windows, you need to keep eyes on that. And somebody needs to go in that room real quick to make sure that there's no way to get nothing. I mean, essentially sounded like you're being held hostage there. Um, oh. If you were going to go to the bathroom, you had to go with two escorts. Oh, is that, that true? Um, that's what the students felt was true. I was going to go to the what bathroom. Mean, the students well, that's what they said. If you want to go to the bathroom, I was going to go to the bathroom regardless, and they wanted to escort me. I felt mm -hmm. very safe. Bum light over why, why, yeah. why did they want to escort you to the bathroom? I don't know. Did you ask them? No, of course not. <laughs> Professor Brett Weinstein joins the us. The situation on yeah. campus grew even Tucker more. Tucker Carlson has an opinion Weinstein too. Went on yeah, Fox of News. course he does. The protesters say his appearance provoked threats from the alt right. Although Brett has not personally said, you know, go out and attack these students, go out and threaten these students. That has been the result of his actions. Um, he has incited white no. supremacists and he no. has validated white supremacists and Nazis in our community oh. and in the nation. And I don't think that should be protected by free speech. We received a threat saying that people will come here and execute every single person yeah. they see on campus at that point. Yeah, fuck so free speech. Yeah. 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 When we're dead, execute. when people die, and you're sitting here like, well, well, at least they got to practice their free speech. I'm so sorry about it. Your free speech is not more important than the lives of like black trans femmes and students on this yeah. campus. I'm so sorry. Exactly. Hate to break it to you. You are an idiot. The protests have been effective, <laughs> but it's unclear if they're widely supported. Many students told us that they've been hesitant to publicly You couldn't dissent. be black, trans, Kirsten, whatever, without free speech. Her last name is one of Weinstein's students. I'm afraid of having a nuanced opinion because I'm afraid that my opinions and I will be stigmatized. It's a rather strange sentence to hear on a university campus. I'm fearful of my nuanced opinion. So I feel that I, I do not have the ability to, to speak. Feel, 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 feel. Disagreements feel. with uh, the methods that are being used in, in the protests. There is this issue of what I can say and what I can't say and who's going to dismiss me or demean me for saying it. And that is new in the American, uh, American discourse. <coughs> a student told me uh, that you're a white supremacist. Um, I'm assuming that students have said lots of things about me. I don't believe I am. I'm you a white believe person. you are, but you accept that you might be. No. Well, it depends on what you mean by a white supremacist. Okay, what does that mean? Win. I'm a white person with a, in a position of privilege. Okay. I guess that's 
part of the confusion for me is the precision of language seems to be lost in a lot of this conversation. It is. Precision Bridges of language. Bridges to many of the students' demands, yeah. but there's a demand he hasn't given into, that Weinstein be fired. <laughs> Weinstein won't rule out the possibility that he's taught his last his class at Evergreen. His wife teaches there, too. But if he comes back to teach next semester, he can expect the protest to continue. I don't care what happens to Brett anymore. He can go and be racist and be a piece of shit wherever he wants to do that. Hopefully, long term, we can just weed out people like Brett. At this oh. point, why not just beat a hasty retreat and say, she's no young. Doing this. She's young. Frankly, she doesn't every, know. Every student in that hallway who had chosen to make that protest has a clue about where they're going wrong. But I think that my standing there did some good. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm going. I'm stopping there. I'm stopping Ooh. there. Stopping there. So, you know, there was a time when young people at least had respect for their elders. That is gone. See, helicopter parenting has mm, led to this mm. soft ass. Ooh. <laughs> oh no! Everything. I just fell a little this, bit there. This. It's so. Keep talking. <clears throat> I tell you, man, progressives are so filled with hate. It's unbelievable. Not all it's progressives. Not all. Not Some all. Some of these but, progressives okay. are very hate-filled. Wow. Are they hate-filled? Yeah. Just calling people racists and Nazis. Someone, someone calls me that. I say, how dare you? That's so insulting. You don't know anything about me. How mm -hmm. dare you call me a racist? Mm-hmm. That's the proper response. You think that professor, the old, old guy, he missed the mark because he was like, the, I might be a white supremacist. I can't oh, tell. Yeah. He's a wimp. He's you got it. Yeah. He just capitulated. I don't know why, because it's not very diplomatic. You have to you have to listen to the students, but you can't just capitulate fully all the time. Mm -hmm. Plus, it sounds like he's waiting for the other ball to drop. So it sounds like the, everyone there is. All the professors, all the students are waiting for the other ball to drop. So when I use my empathy, I can go, all right, I definitely have known many people who have experienced depression. Sure. And even I have experienced oppression Pro probably, from time to time. Probably everybody, every yeah, human. From time to time. Like to I one remember, degree or another. I'll tell the story. To, to one, when I was hired at Southwest Airlines, that was way off. I was younger than everyone else, and I became a boss. Instantly yeah. resented. Instantly resented. And I, I was uh, experienced what's called ageism. Oh, of course. I've experienced that in my job. Because I, I was 19, and I was the boss of many people who were double my age and had been there years and years. Right. And so I experienced, I experienced daily that. everyone like ageism, you know? And then there's many other stories I could tell where I experienced oppression, mostly like age-based. Yeah, that's it's usually age based. Mm -hmm. Age based for for like white, white cis cisgender like heteronormative us. males. It usually is an age based uh, discrimination or oppression. Or I know we start to joke about it, and and I'm not making that an equivalent to sure, sure. to other people's oppression. I'm just saying there is oppression. There are yeah. degrees. It is a spectrum. Yeah, but that 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 pretty white girl with the face piercings and the ear the tattoo. She's not that oppressed, man. No. She's not that If you want to talk about privilege, that's privilege. Yeah. If you feel that you can get tattoos and it won't affect your job prospects or anything like that, ha, that I didn't have that. That is serious privilege. Like, when we were younger, 
that was impossible. Right. I was a flight attendant. And, it was <clears throat> illegal to have tattoos. And if you were a black, trans, whatever, would you be more or less willing to get tattoos knowing how it might affect your job prospects? I would get less if I wanted so, to have more job opportunities. So that woman is speaking from a mega position of privilege true, already. True. And some might argue so do you and, and I. Sure, sure. And I don't I deny, well, I don't deny it. That's yeah, the thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, <coughs> but she's... The words coming out of her mouth are so hateful. Yeah. It's really gross. It is gross. It was upsetting to watch that young lady talk about stuff. It seems like she isn't... It's Okay, so I want to open up, open up the mind and go like... When people of a different race than me, they go, Drew, you couldn't possibly understand because you're not my race... I go, huh. I do that. I go, huh. And then when I go, she couldn't possibly understand because she's so that's young. It's, I want to be aware. I want to be aware of where I'm being called out and where I'm calling others out and kind of go, okay, all right. Maybe there's – what can I open here? Well, you're like, making an effort. I'm making an effort. <coughs> I'm that, making that an effort. That itself is worth something. Well, thank you. You know, right? Yeah. I mean, to them, they should be okay. Wouldn't that's it be what, cooler? That's why identity yeah. politics is so is so poisonous because it all, it comes down to even you and I could have that conversation. Uh-huh. Hey, yeah, I know what you're talking about, man. You're, you don't. You're not from Boston like me. You don't yeah. know what the fuck I'm you're talking about. You're not from about. the Bay. You don't know. You're of Irish heritage. I'm of yeah. French Canadian heritage. You know well, nothing about enemies. me. You're right. right? So so <laughs> you so you can do that on any on the smallest granular level that you want, and it doesn't work well. And it never ever works well, because it just creates tribalism and mm-hmm. and it creates these bigoted attitudes. That ironically, these people are complaining about. I'm finding that a lot of this um, P P C identity politics culture is driving, like, fascism. Oh yeah, it's like it, driving. It is it. the fascism. That's that's the that is the ultimate irony of it. And the thing is, that's not everyone. There are only there. It's a right, small right. percentage of extreme lefties who are young and tattooed and it's know. It's always the extremes. Already. It's always yeah. the extremes of everything that are that are. But you like know, the most, uh, my neighbors, like the, the people noise. around here, everyone's chill. It's just chill. You you figure out what like you and I sure. agree on a lot, and we disagree on a plenty. Sure. And probably go, 60, oh, 40. That? Yeah. And we go, 70, like, what, 30, do, you, what do you get? What's that? Do you like this? I don't like that. I don't know. But I'll, I'll make a statement. Here's the thing. It takes courage for me to go, okay, I have an idea and I want to say it. I don't know if you're going to like it, my friend. I put it out there and then I, I accept your response. Right. That's the and beauty. I, you might chew me down and I'm, you might actually put me on my ass. That's the beauty of free speech. Yeah. And free speech is so much better than free punching because free punching What's follows free speech. Right, because it's one or the other. Yeah. If you don't have free speech, you're going to have violence, physical yes. violence. So let's talk. I don't you can, let's be phys- let's be verbally violent. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck right? you. Way better than than actual physical violence. Mm-hmm. True. But usually free speech has proven to lead to not violent speech. Usually things work out. Everything sort of percolates As up. As time goes on more so, more yeah. and more. Yeah. The waves diminish and everyone's sort of mm-hmm. They might disagree, but okay, we're all living in America. Like, well, oh, that guy's a Christian, that guy's a Jew. Does right. that even matter anymore? Not to me. And to me, it's like that's eventually what LGBT and, and that stuff is going to be. Oh, yeah, that guy's gay, that guy's whatever, trans. So right. what? We're right. all in America. We're all doing this. It's awesome. 
let's let's start a band. It's a golden you know? age. You know, it is. Come on, everything is awesome. It's it's not everything, but many things are awesome. When you start, when you have a super prosperous society with a great culture, and uh, really no, okay, maybe the culture's not great. No, uh, no pressing like ultra morbid facts of life that need to be dealt with. Like when most problems are solved, then you start looking. People start looking for problems, right? It's only the decadent societies <coughs> that start to deteriorate from within. <coughs> That's what I'm saying. <coughs> Obsession with food. See Rome. See Rome. Um, See. Like, well, I need to. I need to rebel somehow. So, what's it going to be? And there's always going to be the spirit of rebellion, and some rebellions are better than others. Wow. This particular one seems a little too PC. Do you know the details of what happened? Did you hear that in the video? There's a yeah, I think so. There's a day of uh, a day of exclusion where all the white people leave campus, and it's a traditional thing. <coughs> tell, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, and anyone who wants to fact check me, give us a call five one zero eight five nine four one seven three. So you're you're close. Okay. It used to be that there was a they had a they had like a tradition of everybody or or it wasn't it wasn't white people don't come to school it was like everyone don't come to school or something like that and it was a, it was an annual thing that was part of it but then this new administration got hired and they were like fierily liberal and they were like okay <clears throat> this year we're going to disinvite white people. Oh, I see. Okay. So it was but just every, a, it was a is, theoretical it was just an idea before it was like okay, we're all we're, uh day of absence or whatever. Some kind of absence was already there. And then the new liberal administration came in and actually made it fucking basically mandated. white people can't yeah, come to school. Damn. And it's like I'm I'm glad they did it. Because someone was going to and it's like, right, right. I, I'm, I'm tired of being the Get bad guy. Get the dumb guy. ideas out of the way quick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm tired of being the bad guy. And the reason we have Trump is because identity politics was picked up by the whites. And they were like, oh, you want to play that? How's that feel? Yeah, it was a, it was a reaction to identity politics on the left. Yes. It was it was the antimatter of that. And so that it came, and so there was all of a sudden white identity politics. You can't just go, well, I'm a Native American trans man who works in coal mines and is elderly, and I have 55 children. It's like, mm-hmm. whoa, you know, yeah. that's crazy. You chose a lot of that. Some of that you didn't choose. You know, it's a mix. And each one of us is unique. So there's never going to be two people that are exactly like. No. So you could always make the argument, you don't know me, you don't know what the what it's like to be me. So the ad And that that leads to total division. That's the thing. That's the, the thing about identity politics. You're right. The ad infinitum to, to Marxist is cultural individual the same thing as money does. The ad infinitum of yeah. identity politics follows the line of money in our current system because it makes every single person an individual. So then your identity is only yours, and people outside right, of right. your identity my couldn't po- understand you. Right. My, pol- my identity is my politics. Ugh. 
And that's that sucks. That means we're all alone. And that's like that's not right. the thing. What's not the direction to go? I agree. No. There is systemic racism. I've read the words in the 13th Amendment yeah. that convinced me so. And I disagreed with you. Well, and that's OK. Right. I would go look at the fucking prison system, man. It's sure, not sure, sure. fair. It's not sure. fair. And then it's it's also not fair with poor people, but it's really not fair with black people. Right. So, you know, it's a mishmash. I hear that. It's not wrong to say that what I just said isn't the full picture. It's not wrong to say that. And so he, uh, this guy, Brett Weinstein. Stein. He he, was like, nah, I'm going to come because that's crazy. He's like, I'm going to stand with them. Uh Actually, actually motivated by supporting them. He's not dissing. Equity. He's he, not dissing their thing. He's like, no, I, no, I agree. I should stand with you. But again, it, it super be white, ironic. He was like, white people shouldn't be excluded. That was his thing. Well, yeah, I agree. Because if you start, do it's just like, do you want that to happen unilaterally? Because then the whole scientific method, golden rule, I mean, and uh, opportunity. What was it? Scientific method, uh, golden rule. And what was the other one? Free speech. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I lost my train of thought there. Well, I was going to say something about um, he. You got it. So he stood. He stood with them in solidarity with them, and they were pissed off. No, he was attacking their day by being there because he's technically white. Oh, I see. <sighs> Yeah, when you start getting into we should have a this only group, right? You start going down that road. It's a it's a fucked up road to go down because mm-hmm. you realize we've already been down that road. We're, we're actually trying to get away from that road for a super long time. Yeah, here we are. Everyone's trying to get back there for some reason. Because then it's like, yeah, we should have an all, and those those groups do exist. You know, uh, I think Knights of Columbus is just m- Catholic men, right? Oh, I think, I think so. Men. I think so. I can check it. And it's not like a racist thing. It's just that's just the tradition, right? Are there any black Catholic men? Probably. Probably a small well, there's amount. There's a lot of people want to be, people want to create groups. Yes. The trick is. Inevitable. The trick is to get the groups to work together. Ooh. Or at least, Ooh. or at least live together. I, I live have a, side I have by an side. Argue. I have a fight. I say and no, that's Aubrey. That's why. We have free speech. I agree. It's good to have free speech, but let me let me go. I think tribalism as a human element is unavoidable. Mm-hmm. Like the football teams and the your uh, family, you everything. Pre- your family. You your care city, more about your, your family. State. Than you like do about oh, California. Oh, oh, it's the best state. Oh, I love it. Oh my God, it's tribalism. Right, right, right. I I think the only way right. out. The only way out is for us to have tribalism globally. Like, yes. if, if we can go, my tribe are the people on this globe. And that was sort of the enlightenment. Like, yo, check it out. Whoa, all this religion and shit is... Back up, bro. Back up. Look, humans can do a lot of kick-ass shit. Let's concentrate on the kick-ass, the yeah. good ideas yes. that are helpful. Positive ideas. Yes. We can do it. We can map the stars. We can chart the seas. Mm-hmm. We can map the globe. We can we solve can, energy we can and water and everything. We can harness yeah. fire. 
Uh-huh. And it was that spirit of optimism and like can do attitude of humans that got us to where we are today. Yeah. We're going to piss it all away because, uh, you know, I'm trans and you're not. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a pretend enemy. It's not, we're not even enemies. No. No one is watching. It's like, think you about go how to the bathroom. <laughs> no one watches you. Think about how non-controversial it is to be gay. It's non-controversial. In what fifty years less than that? Oh, it was it was a nightmare. No, fifty years ago. Fifty years ago, yeah. But it's maybe now, sixty ago. Federally, in the fifties, you can like, be married and gay. You would have a beard. You would have a wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a fake wife. You'd marry a, wa- a woman, like broke back mountain style. But you wouldn't style. actually. Yeah, they would call it a beard. But then you would have your actual gay lover. Oh, that was your beard. Like, uh, oh, I get you. Rock get Hudson. You. Rock Hudson. A lot of these old. Uh, Hollywood icons who got started in the 50s, 40s and 50s. They were gay. Gay, but they were just these these icons of masculinity. Super gay. That's great. Because be, they couldn't. Of course. Be, because they couldn't, wouldn't dare. And being gay doesn't that they mean were you gay. can't be excellent in masculinity. No, not oh, at all. Are we getting a call? Looks like we're getting a call. Let's check it out. All right. Hang on. Hello. This clear. is clear. To accept, press 1. To send oh. a voicemail, press 2. Let's accept. I'll accept. This is the podcast for Empathy and Imagination. Hello? Hey, how are you? Hey, hello. This is Drew Clark. Who's this? This is Claire. Claire, great to have you. How's it going? Good. I, I don't think I'm at the same point in your podcast as you are. Cool. So I'm a little confused. Well, hey, I'm so glad you called. Like, what are you thinking about? (laughs) Well, I missed part. I didn't watch the video. Okay. And I was listening to you guys, and um, I primarily wanted to say hi, which, and I figured, I don't know, I don't have anything specific to say. Okay. I just thought I'd say hi. Well, that's awesome. And if you you want to ask me anything, then I would. Yeah, right on, right on. So what? What we've been talking about, actually, and I'd be happy to have you weigh in and see what your thoughts are, is the evergreen college controversy with mm-hmm. Brett, Brett Weinstein. Yep. And we've basically been think, talking about like free speech and limits and privilege and kind of going around it. And um, we, we've done a lot of summarizing, and I'm wondering just if you could give a fresh perspective on what your thoughts are. What do you know about it, and uh, do you know what happened there? Well, um, yeah, I just looked it up a little bit, um, and I liked everything you guys were saying. Um, I, like, I'm not really sure. I think I missed a few minutes. So, but um, Do you know what happened there? Hmm. Yeah, I do know what happened. The one thing, my big question is, why – what was like the teaching element of having white students and professor or faculty, I imagine, leave? Like, what was yeah. the teach? Like, what is this origin of this whole day? Like, what are they teaching students? That's a very, what is the pr- very thoughtful question. Where? What's the origin of that tradition? Yeah, what's the origin, and what is like what? Like, what is the goal? Like, what is like? Right. I mean, if you do something, you have like, oh, your school. We are doing this to teach this. Yeah, I think and that's one thing I couldn't figure out. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it's. And I think one... it's an important question. Yeah, Sorry. I think it might be one of those raise awareness sort of uh, mm-hmm. traditions. Okay. I'm not positive though. I can look it up. 
Well, you know, yeah. that's a, it's a good question, and and the question alone is 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 fun for me to think about because like, well, wh- when I try to put myself in their position, aka empathy, I think like, well, maybe I won't. I'm trying to teach a lesson. Like, I could picture somebody feeling frustrated, and I could go, well, this is at least something we can do, so they know that we have power. And that we can do what we want to do, and we don't have to include them if we don't want to. I can I, when I put myself in their shoes. That's that's what I can kind of gather as a thought pattern, and think like they're thinking. Hmm. Well, you know, let's 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 do something for ourselves and try to put their f- foot down somewhere, and try to you know at least see if that kind of a thing was possible. And uh, if there's like mixed results of the response. Does that make sense? Do you think? Do you think the primary? So you think the primary purpose of in the administration? I believe it was the minute the administration who came up with this day. Their yeah, main the purpose new administration, was to show yeah. that they have to show that they have power. Or do you think it was like, oh, let's te- talk about white privilege? Like I just feel like I wish they told us, yeah, and told the students because then it's like, okay, we're doing this for this purpose because that's what I don't understand. Like, I just don't understand. I, I just think it's important to know why you're teaching something and what you want right. to teach. So here's a little... That's, that's my biggest problem with it. So. Here's yeah. l- yep. Here's a little background on the origin of this. Um, okay. Every a- This is from Wikipedia. Every April since the 1970s, Evergreen has held a day-long event called Day of Absence. Inspired by the Douglas Turner Ward play of the same name, during which minority students and faculty members stay off campus to raise awareness of the contributions of minorities and to discuss racial and campus issues. In 2017, the Day of Absence was altered. It was decided that on Day of Absence, white students, staff, and faculty were invited to leave campus for the day's activities. So that's the background of what we're talking about. Thank you. So That's they, helpful. Were they invited to join? Every, like, was it to, for everyone to be together or everyone to be apart? Because if... Uh, you, or, originally, it was uh-huh. minority students and faculty stay off campus, right? Mm-hmm. To sort of raise awareness. Yeah. Like, okay, we're invisible people, right? Um, yeah. And then it was changed so that white people were encouraged to leave campus. So, uh, to, to, it, so, so they be, were encouraged to leave as well or No, they were encouraged both, to like, like only white people only leave. white people like, were basically encouraged disinvited to leave. white people. So it went from voluntarily removing yourself from campus to to raise awareness to involuntarily expelling a certain group of people from campus. That's that's mm-hmm. how the tradition was changed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was just, I, I think if somebody was trying to, like, teach something, but they just did not think it through. And, huh. and that's what it sounds like to me. It's just kind of like they weren't, they well, just didn't, I don't know. I agree with you. I agree with you. L- let me ask you, um, if you were to use your imagination, what might be a way you would teach the lesson that would be cool to teach there? in a different way than they did. Well, I liked, you know, how it was before, where it was a voluntary thing, like, thing that it seemed yeah. 
it seemed like something that probably arrived organically and it was a student thing. And then it, and maybe over the years, because, you know, it's been going on for like, you know, 40 years or so, it's become more of an administrative thing. So, so I guess like what the purpose of the day is to reflect on, you know, I, I guess African-American, like people that have contributed to the society and having, dis- and it's like encourages discussions between people. I mean, I think that just sounds great where it's voluntarily, you take a day off, not a day off to be with other people and talk about, talk ahead, about history and important people. So I think, honestly, like, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, I agree, I agree with you. Okay. I think I think the original intentions were great, um, but then it yeah. somehow got perverted into this weird exclusionary thing, and uh, yeah. that's not mm-hmm. cool. Is it possible that it got perverted yeah. because there had been repeated attempts to remedy their unmet needs, and that the continued same thing wasn't working, and they didn't want to do the definition of insanity? They're repeating the same thing again, and they want to try something else. Is Maybe. it possible? If I use my Maybe. Maybe. empathy and imagination, there, you know, we can always. Uh, invoke the appeal to tradition fallacy i mean if you're against civil war statues and you're for exclusion of white people on campus you have to somehow square that in Mm -hmm. your mind and in your philosophy yeah huh interesting i feel like i need more information to make any judgment because i would love to know what the intent was Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of like okay because it seems like people got very angry but it could have been just some person who's just, I want to do something dramatic and get attention. And in their head, they think mm-hmm. they're like teaching something, but it's just the poor. I think that's like, you know, like in education, you have to think about like, what am I teaching? Like by what I'm doing, what, what mm-hmm. is the point of what I'm doing? And sometimes something may be like dramatic and is fun. It, is and, it helpful? But it doesn't teach. Yeah, it's not helpful. So I think whoever came up with this idea just i feel like they weren't looking at the full picture Hmm. and it's more and it's like i feel like that guy i didn't hear through the video so i don't know him but i think it sounds like he was trying to have like he said something about he doesn't want to have a debate because a debate is where you want to win right Hmm. he Hmm. wants to have a dialogue or a dialectic dialect where it's like just to prove what's true. And I think yeah. that, and that's what is upsetting that people, like, like, that's no, not what's we don't going hear on it. Yeah. nowadays. People screaming I feel like at the top f- of their lungs, swearing at their professor. That's a little unsettling. Just, just, it just is. But that, the professor should be able to handle that too. To be and fair, he does. the pro- he does. professor should be able to take that. To be fair. Yes. Yeah. And the only way you can have that scenario is. Dun, dun, dun. Free speech. Yeah, those those people yeah. in the video we watched. So I totally think it's uh, you know not cool to do that, but I I'm all for their their right to do it. There were two people in the video we showed before this discussion who were against free mm-hmm. speech in certain instances, and they were they're very blatantly against it, and it was like, huh. And when I when I reach out my empathy fingers and I go, okay, how could they have gotten there? I, I I can take a path. There's a path there. There's a path there from childhood. There is a path there I can see. But for me, free speech is it's all or nothing, man. Yeah. 
I hear you. Otherwise, you go into the slippery slope fallacy. Like banning words and... Yeah. Ban these words. Just these ones. Thank you for the call. Is there any more questions or any more commentary you have, Claire? Um, No. um, I think... Yeah, I I think it is just a matter of people... I, I just hope people will be open to dialogue. And I think it's an overreaction. Okay. So yeah. I think if people just knew other people's intentions and didn't make assumptions, then you could have a good dialogue about it. Focus on what's helpful. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Thank well, you. Do you want, yeah. Thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate you. Thanks for calling. I hope you please call again very soon. I hope, I hope, I hope. And I would like to give you up to a minute to describe what you're doing and plug anything you think is cool. Um, uh, tell the world what you're up to. Um, okay. Well, I heard some of that. Guys are breaking up a little bit. Um, am I still on? You got, you got anything to plug? Yeah. What are you plugging? Um, okay. I, well, I need to, I have a website, but I haven't really done much with it yet. And it is claireoconnorart.com. And I don't know. I'm just making art. This is my life. And that's about it. Cool. ClaireO'ConnorArt.com. Do you have any favorite yes. or favorite of the moment artists? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, hmm, I like David Cass, who's a Scottish artist. David Ca- he, um, Cash? A, Cass. So it's D, like David and then C A S S. Oh, Cass. 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 Yeah. Yes. Oh, casting. Cass. Casting, but minus the ting. Yeah, just like. D A S S. David Cass. Okay. Yes. Cool. Um, he's a painter and um, photographer. I also like Wayne Lawrence, who's a photographer, does a lot of National Geographic stuff. Um, and oh, I have so many artists, I can't even start. And um, so I'll just keep it short. And I like um, Martius Gallen. I like his eraser art. He does cool art with erasers. Martius? And just insta Yes, like so it's M A R C I U S and then it his last name is G A L E N. I think he's Brazilian. Martius Gallen. And, cool name. Yes. Um and then this one of my favorites is Carol Martin. And he is um oh, it's I think it's K K A R E L. The, yeah, and then Martin, the I forget Polish. if it has an I or an E in it. Probably, he's, he's probably an E. It sounds like a Eastern European. Yeah, well, he's Dutch, so he's not Eastern European. So, um, but sounds I think like Western East, European. And he's, yeah, he's like we'll a great that. graphic designer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is a great graphic designer. Um, so, and uh, he's, uh, he's just great. So, and he has a really cool YouTube video where he talks about his teaching because he's a teacher as well, and it's just a great mm. video. I don't know. Sounds like a bunch of. Ooh, he's uh, handsome too. Sounds like a bunch of white male cisgendered <laughs> heteronormative uh, privileged artists. That's what I'm hearing. He's very handsome, no, David Cass. Thank you for those. I, I, don't, I, I don't think I've ever yeah. heard of well, any, actually, any of those. We're looking at his um, art right well, now. Well, one of them. I think two of them are not are not white. And okay, um, good. And Otherwise, I don't even. And other, then uh, also Alice like Martin, yeah, and Alice Martin, who is another Martin, 
but just regular. She is an artist from who's um, she died recent and a couple of years ago, and she is an artist from Whoa. the '60s, but she worked up until her death, and she's schizophrenic and ended up doing a lot of painting in Taos. And I think she's really cool, and a lot of her artwork is in the SF MoMA, so that's cool. Too. Yeah, that that name sounds and, familiar. Yes, I could go on and on, so I will I will stop. But yeah, I like what you guys are talking about. Thank I you. Like the whole thing about unity, and I I don't know. I just made unity, not impunity. Yeah, don't be punity. Yeah. yeah, cool. I didn't really know what I was talking about. Me either. Like, no call. one does. Well, no that's, one knows really what they're talking about. That's the theme of the show: is nobody knows what they're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> that's I can vouch for that. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we have if we have an audience is because they can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, it's like Thanks, what what do you know? Well, All right. Well, I know some stuff, go not much. All right. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for calling. Dude, what a super First cool call. Call in of all time. Yeah. Can we have another round of applause? Pretty, I just pretty good. One more round of applause too. because that was just <sighs> pretty good reception on the call too. Yeah. You know, she was so smart. That was cool. That's clear. Okay. All right. Okay. You got more on that video? Is there more there? No. We get to end that topic and move on. Okay. So, final thoughts on that topic? Uh, I think I said everything okay. I need to say. Cool. Uh, I mean, Wikipedia's entry is gigantic, but yeah. whatever. It's, I think we... We nailed it. Yeah. Okay. We'll let everyone form their own opinions. Please do. Yeah. And again, call in if, yeah, you, call call in in if you can. Call in message. That was our first topic. Yeah. Thanks. All right. I think it's time for a garden update right after a word from our sponsor. Okay. Garden update, huh? Mm-hmm. A very special garden update. Today's episode of the podcast, For Empathy and Imagination, is brought to you by Final Corp. Final Corp is an intergalactic corporation. Who is responsible for many, many awesome products of the day, like boyfriend canceling headphones, shout based reminders, poison ivy, orange juice, and fake mayonnaise flavored mayonnaise. Um geez, I mean the the list of the list of uh <coughs> products is just so tremendous. But anyway, Final Corp, it'll be fine, is their motto. They have been manufacturing and sliding mayonnaise onto food for over 50 years. Uh, this is quite an achievement. We They have uh, poison sumac-flavored mayonnaise, baby diaper-flavored mayonnaise, uh, barrel-aged imperial ale A's, which is a mayonnaise-based ale. And uh, one of their newest products is Naze, which is a, a sort of viscous raspberry carbonated mayonnaise energy drink. Naze, that's apostrophe, N-A-Z-E. Final Corp, it'll be fine. Final Corp, finally, a corporation with only its best interests at heart. 
You got a garden update. I do. I do. We have a garden update. It's a very special garden update. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here you go. <gasps> it's in video form. Ready? Oh, okay. Here we go. I'm ready. This episode of Farm Improvements is brought to you by Sunshine. Awesome. Where we're going to move the coop like next is right here over where we planted this cover crop. Alpha, smoke out of greens, the fun stuff. The avocado tree is starting to sprout its flowers. We're hoping to determine which are A type, which are B type. And maybe spray some honey on them. Maybe try to do some. Pollinating ourselves by hand. We shall see. We have our friend here. Oh, helping us out? Yeah. other larger, stronger chickens don't like her as much. Got it pretty easy. <laughs> Look, yeah. Okay. So, so cool. Yeah, yeah. So describe what we just saw, baby. So I'm. I'm sort of starting a homestead vlog as garden updates, but it's farm improvements. Awesome. So there's actually, that's the second episode. The first episode's cool. worse than that one. <laughs> Makes less sense. And, uh, you know, why not? You gotta start somewhere. You gotta start somewhere. So it's my, this is the thing, the challenge I'm giving great. myself. I applaud this. Challenge I'm giving myself is I'm not using my computer at all. Just your phone? Direct phone. So I go phone to iMovie, make a few titles, throw a little bit of noise on it, send it up from there. None of this whole upload and then wait mm, and then the waiting. The server, fuck that. Editing. No, no, no. For just, if it can happen this way, you know, where I'm just doing it, it like with my Much hands. Much more raw style. be cool to do a bike quarter live yeah. kind of thing. I think that. that would be into that. Something that Yeah, there. something that yeah. there. Mixed in both. I'll do both yeah. still. Yeah, do both. So... Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna do it forever or all every day, but m several times a week is kind of the goal. You know, do it as long yeah. as you're interested and excited about doing it and happy doing it. Yeah, so far not you, so many views. If you ever pull it up and you're like, I gotta do this, that's when you should stop. Yeah, so far I agree. I, I'm not there. So right now I'm like, what do I title these things? Because people are like titling shit. Right, and I'm like, okay, homestead hacks. <laughs> right? right? How's that? Probably sound? taken. No, but you can just title a video, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. So you could be like, uh, 
Drew Clark destroys chickens. Yeah, in his backyard. totally. <laughs> Philosophically destroys all caps, chickens. like all caps. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like, and then like trying to make it as provocative. If and you have as scandalous, my, as the possible. image is like a like of girls' boobs or something. Right, 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 right. Something that's not in the video. Yeah, it's just like oh, Man. click, 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 click. Yeah, that's, that's what marketing. That's like the shitty marketing. Yeah, good marketing. You don't even realize that's happening. Yeah, the shitty marketing is the one you're like, oh my gosh, that's so fucking gauche of them to do that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah, the garden Thanks update. The, that's a good garden, garden update. update is man. I'm gonna try to have a several per week in video form, just for my YouTube, and uh, no one's watching yet. I got eight views on one of my videos, which I was like, hey, I'm probably good for three of those. That means maybe five people were like, all right. I'll click on it. Yeah. <laughs> it just came up. My poor friend. Was it you? Random. Did you click on it three times? Is that what happened? No, I didn't see it. Yeah. It's so funny. Isn't that funny? It's funny. It's funny. People just, you know, there's so many people out there. Some of them just happen to watch this random video. You know, and it's like, I just do everything like a couple of years late and like $5,000 short. Like, I tried to open a brewery in 2016 when, by 2008, it was already pretty fucking saturated, right? Oh, you were, you were late uh, to the game, you're uh -huh. saying? Yes, in, in that sense. And okay. then it's like... How do we imagine a remedy to that? Well, here's okay. the next thing, is that I started a, a, a homesteading vlog in 2018, basically when half of YouTube is, is homesteading vlogs, you know, already. You could just type... Homestead vlog. There's thousands of couples, thousands who are just doing. They just do what I just did today with the right, camera, right, right. with the phone. And it's There's like, that why am I doing that? Well, because forty thousand million other people already did it, so it seems like a good idea. Maybe I'll try it now. And I'm well, you're not like, trying maybe? to break new ground. It's not. It's, you know what I mean? But I noticed that about yeah. myself. Yeah. 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 I so have no excuses. I don't do know. We, I don't know. How do we? How do we get better at anticipating? I, I got to notice things faster or something. But it's, you know? I mean, what's wrong with just oh, people are doing this cool thing. I'm gonna do this cool thing too. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no, there's no inherent. It's not bad. Yeah. All right. You know what's weird is the cameras are frozen, <sighs> but it's di there was no message about it stopping, and it's oh there it goes. Continue, continue recording. Yeah. So, let's yeah, just keep going. Yeah, but let's just. Let's I don't just think I have internet then, huh? Well, oh, fucking shit, man. Yeah, no internet. iTunes. <laughs> Four people. You know, that's okay. I think we did pretty good. I have one. Uh, did I have one more thing? That besides the no. Did you have a thing? You have a topic, no, don't we you? Can actually. Ugh. Are we live? Yeah. Cryonics. Okay. You know about this? No. What the hell's cryonics? Like uh, hyperfreeze, hypersleep, uh, freezing your body, preserving it. But who does? So you don't die. Does this soul? Sorry. Maybe you have a uh, terminal condition. So you okay. freeze, you, you, you attempt to freeze your body. Are people doing this now? 
there's the old the old urban legend that uh, Walt Disney had himself cryonically frozen. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a low temperature preservation of people who cannot be sustained by contemporary medicine in, o- in the hopes of restoring them in the future, right? So you put your body on ice hoping to, like, resurrect it. La- or not even resurrect, but just awaken to be later. Somehow later cured, time. yeah. Yeah. At a later time. It's like you're tossing you a boomerang you into this u- universe, you know? You're just like, <laughs> fucking maybe. You're just like, who knows? Would you do it, though? If it was like the technology was there. If what, <coughs> you like could freeze now? your body before death and then be, and maybe be awakened uh, maybe 100 years from now, whenever the technology is I would do it right, on my deathbed. That they could bring you back. On my deathbed when I was like, <laughs> then yeah, totally. Yes. I would, I would totally, I would you do accept. it. Okay, cancel. Who wouldn't? Like right on their deathbed, right? right? Of course, right. Would you? Wouldn't you? Do you want to die? Do you want to die right now, or li- or live potentially later? Full speed, man. It's the afterlife of the simulation. Cryonically frozen. It would be uh, like that Star Trek episode where Riker's in a coma for like sixteen years or something. Remember that? It turns out to be all <sighs> simulation. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, you have a son, and it's like it's your, your wife's Luke. dead though. Like, what? Yeah. Fuck. You named your kid Jean Luc. Damn. I don't know. So. Yeah. You preserve your body, but you'd have to do it probably for uh, long um, space voyages too. You have to freeze your body. So you wake up when you get well, there. It, okay, do you think that's possible to do? I don't think the technology currently exists for that to even it's, happen. It's a high, it's a basically in development technology. Who's the but closest? It's not, it's not. Who's the closest right now? And what are they even talking about? Because I think they're full of shit. You think it's, okay. <laughs> I'm just being. No a, one has, no one has. I'm just being a contrarian. No one has successfully, uh frozen themselves and reawoken. Yeah. But the idea is that eventually the technology will develop such that they will be able to uh, resurrect you. Do you believe that's going to be possible in our lifetimes? Uh, I don't know. In our lifetimes? I mean... Like, could you... Do you think you'll be able to afford it, first of all, and second of all, that'll happen when you'll still be alive because it'll have to. You can't be like dead. I wouldn't be able to afford it, but it would be like you. It think could be like an insurance policy. It could be a an insurance include it uh, in idea. your insurance policy. Yeah. You'd be like, I want my wife to get thousand, and you're gonna freeze my testicles, my penis, my brain, <laughs> right. my spine, and you're gonna grow the rest off of that. Yeah, that's pretty a morbid image. I just, just described. DNA, Sorry about DNA that. DNA samples. Well, I mean, I just picked like the most important parts. I thought, <laughs> you right, know, right? Like wiener, balls, you could pr- you could spine, brain. Preserve the brain. Because right? really, couldn't you just three D print on some arms some and legs stem and cells? Shit? Just grow everything else from that. Well, the future is like the whole question is: Will your consciousness, like you now, 
will you wake up and go, ah, oh, I'm me again? Right, right, right. right. Like, will that well, happen, or was it something else? Will it be like uh, anesthesia or something, going under? And then you wake up. And then and you just like, wake oh. up, and it's like no time has passed. If your brain's transferred, I think so. Yeah, but it has to be your brain. But then, and, if you replace parts like, of your brain with like, computers. but it's also like every time you wake up, how do you know that you're even the same person that you were the day before? Dude, that's not even a you fair know? question. I have no idea. So the whole thing is, I could have woken up as you several times last week <laughs> right, and been like, right. I don't know, and then just did that as a, a whole day. I think I woke up as you in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to pee? It's a good. Yeah. It's a good Yacht rock album. I think uh, I woke woke up as you in the middle of the night. Yeah, all dreams, kinds of, all kinds of problems. Dude, dreams are they're just all over the place. So if you're if you're cryogenized, wouldn't you dream? Like, wouldn't wouldn't your dreams be like, oh man, I'm I'm frozen, but I'm in this still mental living state. Like, wouldn't your brain still be somewhat conscious? Probably, mm. because then what if you're frozen for like say, right? That say would be, for for 150 years, and who knows what would go on. You might experience like ten thousand years with no with no inputs, no sensory inputs. Just your own. Your brain yeah. would just be in like dream mode the whole time, so it would be like ten thousand experiences. Yeah, and it would, it be, would be, be for a psychedelic a long experience. Time. So when you came out of that, what's that? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Whoa! I mean, when you how can you even adjust to the real world? Yeah, how can point? you like take a step with your left leg after that? Yeah. I can't even imagine. Dude, that's what's so fucking good about, uh, and I wouldn't never advise anyone to do this. But that was taking, a double negative. I heard it. Taking, you stuck it in. Um, I wouldn't never. I would never advise someone to do this, but taking mushrooms is like leads you down that same road, where you realize you know how to interact with reality, and like you're you're getting through it. You know, you're like doing stuff, but every single object. You can tell it's just a mirage, and there's like multiple versions of, of what that object means and stuff. But you know that you know like how you interact with it. Okay. But uh, the whole like visual processing, you realize is is completely arbitrary. It could be, it could be anything. It could be simulated. It could be organic. Yeah, and so. Yeah, that's what's cool about mushrooms. It's like shit. Yeah. It seems like it. it so wait, do you advocate the usage of mushrooms? I would never advocate uh, anyone use mushrooms. What if it wasn't illegal? Just for legal reasons. Okay. <laughs> Did you know that Amanita muscaria isn't illegal? Is that a mushroom? Uh-huh. It's the original red one with the white dots, the Santa Claus mushroom. Tell me more. There's, it's not illegal here. Hmm. Psilocybin Same effect. is illegal. It's yeah, it's the OG effect. Apparently, it's a little more intense than what you and I were raised on. Not that I ever right, did right. them or you did, but what we were raised on was psilocybe. Right. Yeah. Hmm. What if you could, uh, like, would you, would you take drugs before you went into cryonics? Oh They're like, my we're gonna freeze God. you. We're gonna freeze you for, uh, you know. Could be a hundred years, could be two hundred years. Maybe the technology never arrives, but you're going to be in the suspended animation Ten cold tabs storage. Of acid. Cold storage, <laughs> and you're just like partying up the day before <laughs> or something, and just 
Yeah, 10 tabs of acid. Is that what you would do? Do 10, 10 tabs? tabs of acid, then go into the machine. I w- you would come out either as superhero or just like <laughs> liquid mush. Yeah. You wouldn't come out okay. You'd be like, all you'd right, like, you know. Yeah. You would be liquid mush or you could fly. You would be shit. like, you would, new religions would pop up. Oh, they already, I mean, you because, can't stop Because that, of man. your arrival. Oh, totally. Like if someone came out <gasps> of that five acid trip, tripping on acid for 200 years, and they just come out and they're just repeating all these like uh, cliche truths from from the 20th century, you know, and people are just like, you save money on car insurance. What's a cliche truth they would say? Uh, like Starbucks coffee uh, <laughs> is is tasty. You, you can save money on car insurance. <laughs> right, right, right exactly. And people are just like, oh, oh my god, he's an oracle. He's a. <laughs> what would a happen? New religion be founded. What would happen if that person, when they were going into cryonics, they w- they happened to be in the middle of a gigantic fart? Right. Like say like they were like, like and th- that's right when they froze and they were in this the state of the relief of letting a fart go right. and kind of the guilt of like who who's going to smell it but you won't cuz you're frozen like it never gets to you. Right? Oh, that's interesting. But you're just the mid sensation of fart you're like yeah. The idea that it freezes your sort of your emotional like your state, state or something. Your emotional like, state at the time. when you're farting like a big one like you can really it's like oh you're laughing and you're also like ah it's like a cool sip you're getting, of water you're getting good ideas when i have big hard farts i it's like to me i go because it's like it's like a cool sip of water sometimes to have a nice big fart it just it, it's like a know, warm warm breath of water <laughs> <laughs> yeah cool okay so i'm in i'm in Sign me up, but I don't want to do it now. It was like, yeah, you're 35 in a couple of months. Oh, do it be now. Interesting, like mandated freezing, like at a certain age. Certain age. Eesh. It's like, well, you know, uh, you're sort of not contributing to society. We're gonna freeze you. When we wake you up, you'll still have your, you'll actually be gaining interest on your Social Security. <laughs> so you'd be wealthy, but it might be 200 years from now. But wealthy with inflation, because right. It'd probably be a scam. I don't think we're gonna have ec- uh, democratic capitalism in two hundred years. I really don't think we're gonna be doing this still in that much in the future. I think it's gonna be resource based crypto, crypto, yeah, cryptocurrency, something like that. Res- crypt, it'll be like blockchain resource based, something, something. Yeah, that's what it is. Blockchain based resource blockchain, something. They have to connect. I don't know. The the but I'm the not blo- a math blockchain scientist. will be the. The blockchain will be the resources. So this is this is think about this. You have genetically engineered cryptocurrencies that are part of a blockchain. Whoa! So so you um you you combine resources with uh, genetic engineering and uh, cryptocurrencies. So think about like think about if every molecule had a uh, had a programmable element to it. Ooh, a CRISPR. You could, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could keep track of all resources because resources would be molecules at the most basic level, and you use nanomachines 
genetic engineering. Uh, man, that'd be fucked. Because you could have you could have basically, you could you could make cells a cryptocurrency. You know, you Whoa. could make you could make molecules a cryptocurrency. Like that that would be possible. Wow, that sounds like. You heard it, it sounds, here it first. Sounds direct. It sounds direct. Elon Musk, you heard it here first. Silicon Valley. Molecules for cash. Genetically based cryptocurrencies. Okay. Interesting. You monetize all atoms in the universe. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I don't know, man. That seems like... Uh, seems pretty dark. Well, it's really... Okay, I want to get to the point where... The, you know, of course, we spread... The Earth is abundant, and let's just spread that out using te good technology. That's easy Focus if you think about growing it. things. Let's like just get the measure and meet the needs of humankind based on the available resources. And and then the the conquest is not to gain wealth or amass wealth, rather it's to amass personal fame from great ingenuity. Right, right. right. You got to change the the cultural currency of what what is cool. Cuz fame's cool still. It like, will be too. Like it w it won't be how rich is this guy. It'll be how much has he advanced the well-being of the human condition. Like Elon Musk is an example of you know, he would be a cool guy in certain in like many that. aspects. His he is kind of a paradigm shift. Mm -hmm. He is in the like cool CEO, but he also knows everything. I mean, he's like he's like the James Cameron of uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of like Agreed. industry or whatever. Yeah, he kind of is Iron Man. Knows how to do every job. Is super smart, charismatic. He's like not the best speecher. <laughs> His speeches are kind of posy and broken up. Orator. Yeah, but not fuck a good it. I, I I'd still like if if he wanted to be he wanted to lead the ship, which I don't think is a real job. Really, it's not. It's like not possible for one person to do what the president's supposed to do. But if he wanted to do it, I'd be like, yeah, I'll vote for you. Absolutely. Elon Musk for president. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Dude, how many people would be it like absolutely? It is very cult. It is very, uh, very cult of personality. But he is also seems very competent. He could get seventy five percent of the country. He's familiar with hobnobbing with the government with all the subsidies to Tesla. Mm -hmm. so he's already in there. He's already he, a politician. He's already mixing around on that. That's what he's doing. Rinsing around on the shore there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe, man. Would I vote for him? I guess it depends on who. What's well, policies? Were. You wouldn't vote for him though, because you don't vote. So it would depend. If, if if he was honest and his policies were clear like they are now, I would consider voting for him. In the viper in the viper's den, uh huh. Because it's like it's in it's, the White House. The thing is, is like I don't. It's not a real job, and he couldn't do much of. It's a. It's like I think we need to stop caring about the White House. What? Well, that's interesting that you say Elon Musk because that's again one of the barriers that that DJT has broken down. Is now it seems more Jonathan like Taylor Thomas. Wait, who's now it seems uh, Trump uh, oh, oh. has broken down the idea that yeah, it kind of seems like we should run the government a little more efficiently, a little more cutthroat, a little more like a business. Uh huh. And you say that's yeah, Elon, of, that's Elon Musk should be. Uh, I'd vote for him. Okay. He's, and he's died in the wool businessman. It's true. He was lucky and smart at the same time. So and that. That is something that Donald Trump has actually influenced. Yeah. Now we think, oh yeah, it's just yeah, we need a business, good business guy in the in the role of president. 
People are saying we don't want another celebrity that as happened, the president. No one talked about it. Yeah, no. It's it, mine, well, you that, just did on yeah. the podcast. You just did. Here we are. Yeah. Sorry, what did you say? I'm just saying I don't remember. Yeah. But uh, it would be cool. Elon Musk. Yeah. For Opening the door up for business business people to be in government. Well, it's like, okay, here it is. You know, I don't, it's a lot of people now are saying, I don't, I don't want another celebrity president. That's like, I, I think we should go back to like people who have been working in it their whole lives and they work their way to through, you know, um, governor and senator and they, you know, 20 years in the industry and I did signed yes on these things and blah, blah, blah. People are saying like, we want one of those people mm. as president next. And I'm like a, a, a little bit. I'm like a uh, little bit, but I'm also like, yeah. But that whole industry is so dark. The more you're in it, the more you're in it. Yeah. And I I'm almost like, I don't I don't. It's so wasteful. It's so wasteful as an industry. I'm just like, uh, my being is hurt by the sheer. It's like ninety percent waste. Our government. It is. Yeah. It's like ten percent benefit. Ninety percent waste. And it's like fuck. What the government does, the internet could do. Oh yeah. Way better. And think about healthcare too. Same. Thing. All of it. Same thing. Everything. Automate. Automate the fuck out of it. Just go. Have, uh, Skype doctor visits. You have some sort of, um, you know, you make something that's like a webcam, but it's like a health cam, right? So it just sits there and it sort of does In a the scan. podcast here? It does a scan and it, like, tells you your body and your your stats and stuff. Okay, and, uh, yeah. And Check you just says, consult with your doctor. Say, eat this, don't eat that. You consult with your doctor on Skype. Yeah. So there's no offices. No, fuck. They're at home, too. Or they're in the golf course. Fuck it. They're on their boat. The only, the only place there's like rooms for medicine are uh, pharmacy, surgery, sure, pharmacy, sure, sure. Hopefully, so you, you don't automate. Be a lot you of automate uh, healthcare God, and so you crowdsource it. it. Uh, crowdsource it. Yeah. You do for the internet, like you do. You do an internet take on healthcare. Yeah. You do a Silicon Valley take on healthcare. Mm -hmm. Remote doctor visits. Um. Scannable something something I mean, on your taxes phone. Taxes would go down. Everything would go down. Everything would go down. And we would we would burn <sighs> less coal and and less gas. Like everything would go down. And doctors yep. could probably still live in the same level of comfort they do now. Probably to get the same level of comfort they live in now. Yeah. And we could pay everybody a lot less. And the price would go come down a lot. Yeah. And that's not, that's what's cool about that city of the future is like. If you get everything right with the city of the future, I mean you're you're paying like no taxes. Yeah. You're just paying like the basic taxes because there's no insurance, uh, there's no car insurance. Well, you say everything right. Do you mean like utopia? Um See, so yeah, No, like the the basic infrastructures. Okay. The basic infrastructure of like driving and like public works. Okay. Trash, trash parks. Trash parks, traffic. Yeah. Fuck traffic. And like you can you can apply technology to those and, and solve them. Mm -hmm. I think. If you start if you just start with a 
you know, if you were to build a city from scratch, how would you do it? You would have I would build a circular city, very much like the Venus Project, with, with um, uh, you know, some just I would just change it to wherever it was and use the resources best available there, which is you know. What if it was like desert? Yeah, that's fine. With wind energy and all the things, yeah. solar, wind, uh, geothermal, maybe. You know, they could do cryonics. If you just had like a tube, or you could just ha you could have uh, cryonics farms in Antarctica and shit. Oh shit! But because you're not you, oh. like you wouldn't be you would okay, be spending okay, okay. very little so money. So we should buy land in Antarctica now. Yes. Speculate some some nice Antarctica land. Ooh, and, and ooh, make some and they wake you farms. up. They wake you up in Antarctica, and you have to like make your way back oh, yeah, to yeah, fucking yeah. civilization. Dude, that would be awesome. Yeah. That's, That's a cool a good movie. Story. That's a yeah. good story. So like one day I was hella rich and then I was like my heart was going to explode and they couldn't repair it and then they did and then my legs were going to die and then my liver but I drank more and then I was going to die and they froze my stuff in Antarctica and then 200 years goes by and all of a sudden there's a light. <sighs> and I wake up and I come out of this coffin, this frozen coffin and I step on the ground there's a doctor there, and she goes, hey, welcome to 2230. And then she lets out a loud, loud <laughs> fart. Farting's no longer taboo in the, here in the future. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things you need to learn about the future. That's the first thing she addresses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to 2370. <laughs> Okay, so then, then like you gotta pack on all this stuff, and you gotta like walk. Like some, there's some like huge distance you gotta walk before you get to like a boat, and then you work on right. a crew of people on the boat to make it back down to California. Yeah, yeah. The weather and, keeps getting warmer uh -huh. and warmer, but mm -hmm. you're like, and you're, you're, you're work, sort of doing yeah, but it's more not and more not work. work. It's definitely right. work. And then the work helps you go. Oh, okay, I'm a person again. All right, all right. And then you get back to town, and they're like, okay. You don't actually have to work. What do you want to do? Right, right. That's a good rite of passage. Mm -hmm. That's a good rite of passage. Being thrown into some work mm -hmm. that you just, you just have to. Whatever. And then Figure you come back. What when do you, you want But to when do? you land, it's really like resource-based. So it's like work is really how do you improve the world and yourself. That's your right. job. That's very Star Trekian. Mm -hmm. I'm into it, man. Goal. I'm into it. So freezing. Are you in or out? Freezing your body. In. I think I'd be in. Would you do it now? Take your handsome no, young no, body no. now? No. I'd do it. No, I would do it if there was a terminal prognosis. What if you could remove one testicle and put that in the freeze now, and then you know you were totally good? Would you do that? No. No. Okay. Wouldn't do that. All right. All right. Well, it was half of one Because they'd probably testicle. just need a cell. They'd probably just need a stem cell or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. But I'm just trying to think yeah. of a weird story. All right. Good job. I mean, yes. One testicle. So that would leave me with two okay, left. What, what if you had to do... I would have two left after that. Both ears, bottom lip, half your nose, one testicle, and three fingers. Would you do it? In, 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 out, <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Oh, man. Four, five out of six of those I would do. Okay. 
Yeah, well, you wouldn't remove your genitalia. You would pick which ones. I I would I wouldn't remove any of my body parts to hope now to mm. hope to freeze myself in the future. But it would be like that's the story is is like they're like no, but you're you're just about to turn thirty five. That's great. Let's t- we have to have a good p- chunk of thirty five you to build thirty five oh, right, you. Right, right. Cause you don't want you want seventy nine you every to do this. every year you put uh-huh. you, you like contribute a sample. Oh no no no! I'm saying they they're almost like they got to They got to cut out like ten percent of you. <laughs> right right right. Peak. And I'm saying every year they do it every year, so they oh get a sample God. of you at each year. <laughs> so by the time you're hundred, you're just fucking a little morbid eyeball fuck. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you're like. Like a, a penis tip, penis eyeball, eyeball mouth. and mouth, Ear. an asshole. If oh no, you shit out of your penis tip. Yeah, that's you just terrible. Take, yeah, that's, that's terrible. terrible. <laughs> yes, and Aubrey. imagination. You know, doesn't mean we aren't gross or weird. Funny, we might be too. I don't know. Could be. I think that's our show. I think that's our show today. It's time to smoke this Mary Jane. Agree, brought it from the free store. Meaning free of police, danger of criminality. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Empty Imagination. podcast and would like to contribute to its greatness please consider going to patreon forward slash empathy and imagination and doing a monthly donation of just three dollars super appreciated and if you do that you will be accessing members only content secret to you also would very much appreciate if you go on iTunes and, and give us a review, if you go by YouTube and throw us a thumbs up and a comment, subscribe, we would appreciate it. We love you. Transferring the server. Bye.